0: New Year goals or New Year resolutions? Welcome to another episode of the Mental Health Break Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Nafisa Sikandri, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety-based disorders. I created the Mental Health Break Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you prioritize your mental health. Mental illness can cost you time and money. Ignoring your symptoms will only make the problems worse. Taking time out of your busy day to dedicate to improving your mental health can lead to long-term health and wellness. In this podcast, each week you'll learn tips, tricks, and proven strategies to help you regain control of your life, all while prioritizing your mental health. If you want to improve your life, regain control of your mental health, and feel empowered, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by the Transforming Anxiety Course, an online self-paced anxiety course to help you manage and control your anxiety from the comfort, privacy, and convenience of your own home. Learn how to transform your anxiety in just six short weeks. Course registration is now open. To learn more, visit transforminganxiety.com course. Today, as we're winding down with the year, I want to focus on getting clear about your intentions for next year and setting goals that will blow your mind this time next year. Every year, I use this time to focus on what I'd like to accomplish for the next year. And every year, I'm amazed at how much I get done as I reflect on my accomplishments from the past 12 months. It was actually this time last December that I decided to start a podcast, even though I knew nothing about what it would look like. In a short amount of time after making this my goal, I learned so much about the first steps to starting a podcast. It wasn't pretty initially, but I kept at it until I felt pretty good about the process, which took about six to seven months. So December is a great time for me to not only focus on the year ahead and on what that would look like and what I'd like to accomplish, but also reflect on the goals I actually accomplished over the past year. So why should we set goals? Why is it important for us to set goals? While setting goals hones your focus and gives you direction and makes it far more likely that you'll live the life of your dreams rather than drift along on whatever whim your circumstances present. Goal setting has been one of the most powerful tools I've learned in my life. When you write your goals in a clear and precise term, you activate the reticular activating system in your brain. This powerful tool that we'll call the RAS or RAS for short filters out all the distractions and information you don't want or need and helps you zero in on the information you do want. There are opportunities around you right now to solve every challenge you have, but you may not even see them until you condition your brain to look for them, accept, and then apply them into your life. Unless you write down your goals, they are nothing more than wishes and dreams. As the saying goes, a dream written down without a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan, and a plan backed by action becomes reality. Today, I'm going to help you set goals, but also help you with how you can get more done in less time. I want to help you maximize your personal effectiveness. Now, understand that when I say get more done in less time, I'm not talking about time management. The only thing you have control over is what you do as that time passes. The number one belief people have about time is that they don't have enough of it and that they're too busy. The reality is that it's not that you're too busy or that you don't have time, but it's that you're too busy doing what you're doing to stop and learn a more effective strategy. It's about managing your events smartly and effectively and a lot of time that you do have. If you're like most people, you don't have a plan for organizing and prioritizing your events in a way that gives you the highest return on your energy. The reality is that we all have the same amount of time in a day, but it's what you do with that time that will determine your results. So in a week, we have 168 hours and we spend an average of 56 hours sleeping. That is if you're sleeping eight hours a day. You might think you're actually saving time by skipping sleep, but the lack of sleep will actually make you less productive and cost you time, not save it. We on average also work out about 40 hours a week. Obviously, some people work more and some people work less. And then we spend 35 hours eating, showering, cleaning, exercising, and traveling. That leaves 37 hours a week or about five hours a day to focus on our goals and dreams. That's plenty of time to reach any goal, learn any language or new skill, if we make the most of those five hours in a day to work on our goals and dreams. So imagine using five hours a day to upgrade your knowledge and skills a day. Where would you be? What would you be doing this time next year if you committed to this? The results would be mind blowing, but sadly, most people don't prioritize their goals and dreams and wonder year after year, what happened to their time? and why they're still stuck in the same spot as the year before. I'm assuming many of us are wasting our five hours a day on mindless scrolling on social media or binge watching one show after another or playing video games and chilling, right? All of this is fine if that's your goal and dream to just chill and not worry about anything. But if you want more from life and you want to accomplish more, but then you end up wasting that time, you'll end up feeling overwhelmed, confused, tend to procrastinate, and feel burnt out and lose hope. You then end up feeling stressed and anxious, not to mention getting less than the desired results. Ultimately, that's going to cause you to fall short on meeting your goals, which then makes you less motivated to achieving them or give up hope altogether. I want you to look back over this past year and look at the results you've had. The results for this past year are the effects of your efforts or the prioritization of the 35 hours you had in a week. This can be results in the area of weight loss, finances, relationships, or whatever the goal. So your results are the effects of your efforts, but the cause could be anything from lack of skills or awareness to lack of knowledge on what to actually do. It could also be lack of clarity or focus of your goal. Maybe you want to lose weight, but you don't know how to eat or what exercises to do. Or it could be that you'd like to lose weight, but not really focused on achieving this goal. The most important step that could be missing is lacking the proper system for planning or managing your goal. You could also be lacking boundaries to say yes or no. So let's go back to the weight loss goal, which so many people will have as a goal as the new year starts. The weight loss goal can be sabotaged with lack of boundaries when people keep offering you food and you can't say no. It can be sabotaged when you keep accepting invitations to go out for drinks or desserts. That's how the lack of boundaries can impact or sabotage your goals. You can also lack a process for your daily decision-making. I have a patient that wants to change his eating habits, and he starts out strong every morning and he eats really well. But by the afternoon, his cravings take over and he just gives in and goes for fast food. Even though he feels awful afterwards, this continues to be his behavior because he lacks a process for making decisions. Another area that can sabotage goals is the lack of accountability for your actions. Maybe there's no consequence for the poor eating, so you just keep eating poorly until you've lost control of your goal. Maybe you lack confidence in your ability to stick to a plan and see it through. Or maybe you give in to your emotional cravings and don't have a good grip on your mental or emotional triggers. Or just maybe you lack the discipline to develop new habits because change is harder than staying where you are. This would be building new habits that are constructive and not destructive, and new habits that actually move you towards achieving your goals and dreams. I really like this quote about regret and discipline. In this quote, it says, discipline weighs ounces, while regret weighs tons. I repeat, discipline weighs ounces, while regret weighs tons. But you might say it takes effort to be disciplined. Well, what if I told you that you're already very, very disciplined? You are very disciplined in your daily routines, even if those routines are to go and get fast food every morning, even if it means sleeping all day and playing video games the rest of it. All of that takes discipline, but unfortunately, it's directed in the opposite direction of your goals. So how can you set goals that will actually help you achieve them? So strategy number one is to write down your goals, either in a notebook or on a computer, because research has proven over and over that when you write down your goals and when you actually look at them and feel and see yourself achieving those goals, you're 50 to 100 times more likely to achieve those goals. So write down your goals clearly and break them down in five categories. I like my five categories to be in the areas of personal, This can be health and fitness or anything else related to personal growth. And then also spiritual, which would be about gratitude, slowing down, meditating, being more mindful, praying more, etc. But also in the area of financial, which can be savings, investments, paying off debt, etc. And also relationships where you focus on improving your communication skills or improving your self-awareness. This can also be about finding love or getting married. And then the last category would be career, which is improving my skills in my field or finding ways to create more income. So for me personally, next year, my focus will be on starting a membership. That would fall under career and personal development since I don't know much about starting a membership, but I'm going to jump in and learn how to do it because I truly feel that I can help a lot of people transform their lives through a supportive community. So stay tuned for that. I can't wait to share it with you when I do launch it. So yes, I am nervous like I was this time last year about starting a podcast, but I'm also so excited about the possibility of having an impact on a larger scale. So figure out the five areas that are important for you, and then below each category, write down the specific steps you want to take. So for example, with health, under health, I can write, improve sleep by going to bed by 10 o'clock and waking up at six every morning. I can add reduced caffeine intake and stop drinking anything caffeinated by 12 p.m. I can add the foods I need to eat to make sure that I'm sleeping better. I can add essential oils I can use or diffuse for better sleep. I can also add a sleep routine to follow. I can add the exercises I can do during the day and before sleep to make sure I sleep better, or I can change my sleep environment. As you can see, this list can get long, but that's okay. Get as specific as possible and add as many steps as possible to get a a clear vision of what you want to accomplish. I find myself checking most of these off by the end of January when I get this clear. That's what makes this process so powerful. So not only should your goals be very specific, but also you can write them down for one month, three months, six months, or for the year, or even have a five-year plan. Obviously, there was a lot on my sleep list that I could accomplish in a few weeks, but there are other steps that can take longer. Give yourself a timeline. So the next step is to make the goals measurable. If I was to look at your goals, I should be able to not only see what you want to accomplish, but I could also see the progress you're making based on the results because we can actually measure it. So review your goals once a month to see if you're on track and then add or subtract as needed. Every week, review your goals for the week ahead and see what you can accomplish during that week. But you can also break them down even more to what you can accomplish in a day. So make sure you have an idea of what your baseline is to begin with. For example, if you're only getting three to four hours of sleep a night, keep track of what time you go to bed and what time you wake up. You can also use sleep tracker tools to keep track of the quality of your sleep and then document how you feel the next day as a result of the changes that you've made. So as your sleep improves, you should see results in your mood, energy level, and overall health. This kind of objective feedback will empower you to keep going. I'm a big believer in whatever that's worth doing is worth measuring. So when you measure, you can then tweak what's working and what's not working. Keep trying different strategies and see how it's working for you. So if you like it and it works, great, keep doing that. But if it doesn't work and you didn't like the results, you'll have a better understanding of what you need to do next. I hope this helps you get clear about what next year will look like for you. There's so much you can't control when it comes to politics, the weather, or global outbreaks, but you do have control over your own actions. So get clear about what you'd like to accomplish next year and visualize where you'd like to be this time next year and start writing those thoughts down. Write very clear and specific goals and make sure to measure them regularly and tweak and document them so that you get a better understanding and a more clear vision of where you'd like to go. I wish you the happiest new year and may this coming year be the year that you shine and reach your goals and dreams. Leave me a comment and let me know your thoughts about this episode. If you haven't already, you can show support for the Mental Health Break podcast by subscribing wherever you're tuning in from today. And while you're at it, feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating since that'll help others find the podcast. Cheers to you reaching your goals by this time next year. Bye for now.